Dan Aykroyd, Lorne Michaels, the world-famous Kids in the Hall. Some of the most famous and iconic names in Canadian comedy have come from the world of sketch. And this week we are celebrating sketch comedy right here in Toronto. It's the return of T.O. Sketchfest coming up in the city. And we're going to go Inside the Joke. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Oh, yeah. Feel it. Feel it in the studio. Are you having an average weekend? That's the name of that song, by the way, listeners. Having an average weekend by Shadowy Men on a Shadowy Planet. If you are having an average weekend, not anymore because you're tuned in to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. What an award-winning lead-in to this week's show. Uh, not Listen, not to, to lead anybody on. We do not have the kids in the hall <laughs> in studio with us tonight. We have we're doing you one better. In fact, though, we have the one and only Soul Decision in studio with us now. <laughs> What's right? up? Thank yeah. you. What's Canadian up, everybody? sketch comedy. Soul Decision is, of course, well, it was a, like '90s R and B group. R and B pop. R and B pop. I wouldn't even go to R and B. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go R and B. Not even R and B. No, I, I don't even. I wouldn't even say pop. <laughs> they just were. They just yeah, were. They, yeah. had, they, just they had a good time yeah, with they, some music. Yeah, they they redefined music, I would say. They and redefined. I think, and I think we're redefining music as well. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> I think we're 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 continuing uh you know where they left off. Yeah. Isn't that we're carrying on that proud yeah. tradition. Yeah. Uh, Without their permission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't know they don't know we're here. They, they have no idea we're here. Yeah. <laughs> We could probably get them though. Let's be I, would, you know? I would love nothing more nothing than to hang more. out with Trevor Guthrie and the other guys. Please, <laughs> yes, I like. I would love to hear what they, you know, what they think about our sketch. Yeah, yeah. what they think about us using their name, all the lawsuits, and some of their music in our shows. Do you think they know all of this? I honestly think they must. Because yeah, at, no, at, at some point they're probably googling Soul Decision. Wait, you think who are these two idiots? You, think you started googling off themselves. I for <laughs> sure day. think everyone googles themselves at some point. I think they are because if you first off, what was his name? Trevor Guthrie. Yeah, Trevor Guthrie. Yeah. And you guys were just like Trevor Guthrie and the other guys. So they're probably- <laughs> I, poor guys. I've actually searched them up, but I can't remember their names. They're. I just don't remember them. You well, guys, ha- I should probably say your names, yeah. though, too, by the oh, way. Oh, yes. You are, of course, Soul Decision. Uh, not to be confused with the 90s not pop or R&B <laughs> group. This Soul Decision is, of course, an award-winning sketch duo here performing at this year's T.O. Sketch Fest. And we have, of course, Kevin Vidal in studio. First timer, I believe. That's right, yeah. Welcome, Kevin Vidal. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for having Take me. Bow, studio Thank you. Thank you. And the returning Christian Smith, of course. I... It's interesting because you said you started off very strong there, Christian. You were like, I, there's no way that they don't maybe know who we are. <laughs> it, yeah, it really, it really went up. downhill after that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I feel like, well, I well, I know who you are. We've met before, so yeah. that's all that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's easy to know who I am. You just come into this building once a week and get like some crappy free coffee and that's it it's really i'm very accessible <laughs> yeah. i'm nobody yeah. i said no to the coffee for a reason <laughs> i have like four different names none of which are on google or googleable at all oh, you gotta google yourself you man. gotta google yeah. yourself sometimes i am curious though before we get into the whole nuts and bolts of what mm. you guys are doing this year at Sketchfest, where did soul decision come from like, oh. how did you come upon that name first well, off? trevor <laughs> and the guys were hanging out one day yeah and uh, and they they really 
look deep inside. You know what's funny? Can I just go into <laughs> Soul Decision's um, <laughs> history, not us? The band Soul Decision was originally named Indecision, but there was another band called Indecision. So when they recorded Faded with Thrust, fa- uh, Thrust ended up saying uh, Indecision with the best, Thrust with the full court press. And he, he said the band's name wrong in the song. So they came out with the Soul Decision song when he was naming Indecision in the song. So they changed their name to Soul Decision. So we just loved uh, that story. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're just like, yeah, we'll just keep it. And we don't have Thrust re-record his verse. Yeah. Uh, so we just thought, oh, that's funny. I guess we'll just name ourselves that for like an improv thing. And then it just stuck. And uh, We already did too many things with that name. Yeah. We couldn't go back. Yeah. We couldn't, we we couldn't change mistake. our names. Yeah. And you have like a weird amount of knowledge about the band Soul Decision. Yeah. But Christian does. Yeah. I, Christian I do. really I does. Just, I, I give you got to pay homage to the no ones cares. before you. <laughs> Kevin. For them. Yeah. Yeah. But Christian really goes in deep when he... Uh, uh, when he takes on uh, names. <laughs> yeah, well, I think on names. Yeah. Respect for the persona. It's a big part of what you're going to do. It's funny, though, that that's how that came about, though. That's a very Canadian thing, really. Just like, ah, oh, we'll accidentally call ourselves that then. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah that's exactly, that's very much us. Like accidentally sold decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which in itself would be a good name. It's kind of like Ex- when there yeah. was like Bush X for years, and then some Canadian band from the 70s was like, we used to be called that. 40 years ago and then they were like we're gonna sue gavin rossdales and they were like we'll drop the x then we're just bush from now on and then bush rocks yeah oh rocked rocked yeah Yeah. what that they rocks or rock they were bush and in canada they were bush x yeah oh drop the x everywhere else they were bush yeah oh because there was another bush because there was another bush and all right. I like that. Yeah, that's, We're really that's going show, neck right? deep here <laughs> on, on obscure on, musical on bands. <laughs> Let's get on with the program. Yeah. yeah. Like a few <laughs> weeks ago, it was a whole dissertation on Everclear for some reason. Oh, let's get started on AM radio by Everclear, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I ended up being. Uh, of course, T.O. Sketchfest, though, is returning to the city March 6th yep, through right. 17th. You guys are featuring on that on that festival this year. Uh, Soul Decision is featuring there. So we're going to get into a bit of what you guys are bringing to the stage this year. Awesome. What material you're doing. What listeners and audience alike can expect at T.O. Sketchfest. Awesome. And as always, we're going to just go behind the scenes in Canadian comedy and find out the nitty-gritty. That's us, The process and the scandals. (laughs) And there's a few things going on this week that I kind of want to get your takes on as well. Uh, We'll be right back with more Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is Chris Radock Robson, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on 640. This has a very distinct not-pop, not-R&B flavor to it. I believe what we're doing in studio right now on Inside Jokes is what P. Diddy would refer to as preparing the sexy. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's yeah, what we're doing by playing some soul decision. That's it right there, yeah. Oh. Okay, now I remember. Now it's all coming back to me. Uh for listeners who are just tuning in, uh you just missed a seven minute long explanation on who the band Soul Decision was. <laughs> but to avoid any further confusion, we have the Canadian sketch comedy duo Soul Decision in studio with us right now, Kevin and Christian. Honestly, equally as famous. <laughs> yeah, Honestly, uh, yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably. They've had famous songs. You're on the internet right now. Yeah, so we are. Yeah. So currently. That's yeah. true. You can find us on the internet. You can, you can find you on the internet. Sold us in, you can't. Yeah. You have to have like a radio engineer to go on YouTube yeah, and you look need, up really you need old Kazaa. stuff. 
You <laughs> could. <laughs> to find them. Do we have that next song yeah. downloading on Wy- LimeWire still? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just soul decision songs and scrambled porn clips <laughs> right here on Inside Jokes. That's all it is. Well, one thing I wanted to ask you guys, uh, of course, with the return of T.O. Sketchfest this year, Comedy Bar is always a huge part of this festival. Mm-hmm, That's yeah. a big main venue for it. And I don't know, how long have you guys been in sketch comedy, in the comedy game for? Ballpark even. Oh boy, you've been doing it for like 10 plus years. I've been doing it for a while. I was actually around <laughs> when Gary, a comedy bar owner, opened Comedy Bar. Well, that's and that's right. what I was curious about. I mean, what, you know, obviously Comedy Bar and then later on Bad Dog completely changed the comedy landscape mm-hmm. in Toronto and gave not just stand-ups, but of course sketch comics, improv comics, a new home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was that landscape like? Like, where did you... I mean, of course, there was always Second City, and we'll get into that a little bit later on. That's, you know, a heritage place. But back then in Toronto, where did you go? What was it like? Yeah, great question. I feel like I'm going to be missing some stuff. But from my perspective, getting into the game, uh, the Skechersons were really the only group around doing a uh, consistent sketch comedy. And they were at, uh, like, the Poor Alex, and then they went to the Brunswick House, and then they went to the Diesel Diesel, Playhouse. And I know their uh, route because they were kind of like the... the mothers and fathers of like a lot of the, the the sketch comedians in the city, and my group would play at the Brunswick House with with them, and then when that got torn down, nowhere there was nowhere to go because the Skechersons were in the Diesel Playhouse and it was huge. So then that got taken down, uh, and then Gary was like, "I'm just going to open a bar," and that was like the birth of um, the the new and next generation of sketch and improv, yeah. and a really great place for stand-up comics because then famous stand-ups that keep coming and dropping into comedy bar do you guys remember will sasso yeah of course yeah 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 i I put up a show one of my shows at comedy bar and the guy just dropped in asked if he could do my show and then will sasso who i like looked up to when he was on mad tv and when i was younger i was like yeah you can do my show will (laughs) sasso (laughs) and he still does that once in a while yeah he's great man that guy's the real deal well, yeah. and that's the interesting thing about, like, Comedy Bar especially, I think, and listeners, we've talked about this place on the show before, but it, for, for people in sketch and stand-up and improv, it really is, it's sort of like our cheers in Toronto. It's like, yeah, you yeah. know, that's just where comedy people hang out. Even if you're not doing a show that night, you just, you know, you'll bump into everybody. You go hang out in the green room, whatever you're going to do. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, before that, I mean, for stand-ups, it was like, I don't know what you would do back then. It's like you'd try and get on one of the amateur nights at one of the two comedy clubs. Right. Like absolute and yuck yucks. Yeah, that's yeah. really it. And even for sketch, I mean, I remember, you know, we've had the kids in the hall on here before talking about how back when they were starting out way before the TV show and all that, it was like you would either just go and approach bar owners yeah. and say, can we do this silly thing here for a night? Mm-hmm. And usually they said no. And back then they would be at the Rivoli. That's that would right. be yeah. like the only place where you could go and do sketch because it was sort of feeling itself out in Toronto. Mm-hmm. It was like a new thing that people didn't know about. Yeah. So for you guys, like now with Sketchfest returning for another year, venues like Comedy Bar and like Bad Dog, sometimes in, in a city like Toronto, people talk about how stand-up is almost oversaturated. Hmm. Like mm-hmm. there's just so many mics. Obviously, there's it, yeah. a lot of not great open mics, you know? <laughs> but there's so many venues. There's so many that. venues. I mean, like there are like very unconventional places that you would be able to do stand-up, right? Yeah, totally. Um and for sketch comedy, I feel like there's a little bit more of a setup and there's a little bit more of, uh, and I, I, I don't know how to prove it, but like a, well, the a atmosphere setting, like the atmosphere, yeah. yeah, the atmosphere has to be there, right? Totally. Cause um, it's, it's like, you can do, you know, a stand up open mic in some back room and some yeah. dank bar wherever. Yeah. 
and it's just about going up on stage and getting that material out, yeah, whatever, yeah. even if it's in front of other comics. But for sketch, you really are. You need a committed audience. Mm-hmm. And you, you do. Need, you need that energy to and feed what you do. And therefore sketch, right? Like, yeah. yeah. The amount or of they time, have to be prepared for sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's a big that's a big point because the amount of times I ate it on like tiny half bar stages yeah. like uh, opening for a stand up and yeah. we had like these like elaborate sketch material or like opening for like a feminist poetry show like five guys and, and we we just and this was a long time ago so we had no idea kind of like what was going on and it was like an amazing experience but like knowing that there weren't any conventional venues we would take anything and like we were so we were granted a great opportunity to do these shows but also it's not conducive for the production value you want in some of your sketch comedy totally and you have to yeah it's and it's an interesting point that kevin makes too because like People don't like a surprise stand-up show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? No and people one... hate a surprise sketch show. That's yeah, the thing. Like, they hate it. Yeah. And I, there's a couple <laughs> stories I want to get into about that. Like, you know, you'll be at some bar or something and people are just sitting there eating pub food and trying to watch something on TV. And all of a sudden you go up and turn off the TVs and be like, guess what? <laughs> I got a character. <laughs> Two hours of amateur open my cut. Co- yeah. So for sketch, it's like, no, you really need that setting. You need oh, those yeah. people to be invested and yeah. know what is about to happen. Yeah. You know? Cause I, yeah. And I've seen it happen where you get sketch acts on like a mix, like a variety show. And, you know, you see, like, these great sketch duos or sketch troops, and it's like, oh, my God, you guys don't understand. They are so good, though. Mm -hmm. But the setting is just just the worst right now. Yeah, yeah. And it just tanks. All right, we'll get into more of that and maybe why T.O. Sketch Fest started in the first place. We'll be back with more Soul Decision right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. This is Courtney Gilmore, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. That was like a weather girl. (laughs) (laughs) You just got a job. (laughs) When we first met, yo, that deal was stated. You stepped like my seeds, the way we conversated. Just another day around the way. With me up close for everything okay, because I'm not like the rest. Indecision with the Oh, yeah. Feel it. Feel it in the studio tonight. It is a sexy Sunday night right here on Inside Jokes. We've got Soul Decision in studio with us. <laughs> Every time we come back from break, I like to imagine the two remaining Soul Decision fans just tuning in and being like, no way, oh, that's no, but it's a sketch troupe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's just so for those excited. people who wanted to hear the band. It's just me and Kevin. Yeah. We love the band. So it's all, it's all positive. But we don't do music. We, we don't, don't do music. <laughs> Yeah. And like we don't, we also don't even do like any like, uh, like parody song. <laughs> like, we don't even parody them at all. Like, yeah, we, we play we, their music. We literally just play their music in our show. Yeah, we have specific choreographed stuff to their music. I will yeah. say we are underplaying how much we do use them. We use them. <laughs> how much is music a part of of well your show at Sketchfest this year, for example? Uh, music's a huge part of it. I feel like yeah. both Kevin and I are pretty physical cats. Like yeah. when it comes to comedy, so <laughs> yeah, uh, physical we're, cats. We are physical cats. We're yeah, physical. just uh, for those of you listening, uh, we're not people. <laughs> That's going to be like the Glenn Sumi review right there. Pretty physical cats, yeah. these two. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, I guess we do a lot of, like, choreographed stuff. Not to say that, like, we're like the Jabberwockies or anything like that, but, like... No, but we're like the Jabberwockies. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a dance crew. Yeah. Uh, no, we'll include... America's best. Uh, that's what they say. Yeah. Uh, we'll include physical, like, uh, uh, like movement... Uh, how do I put it? It's There's satire, there's, like... 
we would try to incorporate all the mediums into one, so we're giving we're you We're dynamic. Yeah. yeah. We're dynamic. We're not going to sit and just spout uh, um, words to you. We're more than... I think we just move around a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. We love dancing. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. That's what it goes down to. We love dancing. Yeah. That's... You know what? Just you have to you have to live your truth. You yeah, know? right. Thank yeah. you. Just put it into your art. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I do. I am curious, and I think you know we've gotten into on this show a lot. Our listeners know a lot about you know stand up. Sort of what the process is of you go out, you hit open mics, you work on material, you bomb a lot of times. Life is painful, and then one day you're magically a stand up comic. <laughs> <laughs> but for sketch, I mean, it's so much different because when audiences see you guys, it's like that is a thing that was relatively honed. It was prepared. There's an audience here tonight. It's showtime. For you, what's the process like of writing this stuff and actually going out? Like, where do you go and workshop this? How do you take it from this idea to Sketchfest all of a sudden? Mm. Well, I think there are, like, multiple multiple sort of avenues in terms of uh, the way sketch troops approach that. Yeah. And I know there are a lot of sketch troops that go out and, you know, will do, you know, like three or four sketches uh, at at Comedy Bar, you know, on a a night that they can do it just to get some feedback. Um, and then there are so other, you know, sketch troops that literally just work together and uh, just find what's funny for them. Yeah, and and hopefully then, it <laughs> then hopefully yeah. it sticks at at, uh, at, at Sketchfest. Um, and, uh, sometimes and Christian, you bring in directors. Sometimes, yeah. And, and yeah. You, you bring in directors and, and, and see how that works. Um, Christian and I kind of, uh, we go through improv um, to to sketch. Yeah. Um, so essentially we, we come up with a premise, we improvise it, and then we slowly kind of like beat it out and then write it. And then uh, we're kind of like just working by ourselves. And then we bring in directors to kind of, you know, help us hone and fine tune things um, and get, you know, sort of multiple perspectives on on our stuff. Um, but ultimately, like I, I, I know uh, with watching comedy, the, the, the thing that I love the most is watching people have fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So ultimately, I'm like, all I want, like I, I, I Christian, when when we do improv together, I'm like, we have I have the best time with him. Same. Um, so I'm like, I, I trust that. Um, so as long as we're having fun in our sketch, then that's really all I care about on stage. And if people laugh, if people like it, then they like it. If they well, don't, then they don't. And I think you know? it comes across, right? Like people feel that in the room. It's just you're you're not nailed to this rehearsed thing that you're just sort of basically lifelessly reciting in front of people. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. you're in the moment and you're enjoying what you're doing. Yeah. And it's we're, infectious, we're playing, yeah. right? People get brought into that. You feed off of that energy. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's a much different thing, too. I mean, for sketch and obviously for improv, is the everything's rooted on taking what the audience gives back to you, oh, right? And just yeah. sort of carrying that wave. Because yeah. a lot of comedy is sort of like, don't talk, just be there and sit there yeah. and let me do my thing for 90 minutes and that's it. But yeah. for sketch and improv, it's like you need that call yeah. and response from your audience. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So when you get to sketch fest, how different is that? Are you nailed to this concept that you've sort of polished over time or is it very like a free form? Well, great question. Uh, most of the time, Kevin and I really, uh, we, we like slick comedy. We yeah. like something that looks sharp, but also feels made up on the spot. So yeah. like we're we're gonna show you something that looks like it's being improvised, but we know each and every kind of moment. Yeah. But but we're not locked in. Like we're not these robots doing it. We're in that moment. So if he screws up, I'm gonna lean into that and yeah. make him laugh on yeah. stage. And be like, no, nah, yeah. no, you're not getting rid of that screw up because we're gonna and then take that off on a little tangent. But we know where we are in the sketch. So ultimately, uh, we bring it back to what the purpose of it, what the point of view is, what like our our premise concept yeah. is. And we also do. We also have sketches that are are like actually like a little rigid in terms of the way they're 
written and what we found in performing them where yeah. we're like, oh, we can't miss these beats. Yeah. Um, but then we also have sketches that are yeah completely like, are they make are are we making this up? And there are moments where I'm like, yeah, we're, we're just, just making, making, yeah, yeah. making some of these beats up because like he fell into something or I fell into something um, or the audience is reacting to this. Um, so I, I feel like we have a nice variety of sketches that kind of uh, go go from, you know, being like this is like, yeah, like this is written and this stuff is is for sure just like beat it out. And, and we yeah, we, we just like playing with with those uh, sort of uh, uh, variables and uh, like those moments that can those happen. Moments. Yeah, I think yeah. that is like the beautiful thing about Sketchfest is that people know that they're coming out to watch shows that have been, you know, written and rehearsed and prepared for a mm-hmm. while. But there's still that element of. It's a live show. Anything can happen. Yeah. Tonight's show can be a completely different animal from tomorrow night's yeah, show. Yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, there was this great Billy Wilder quote where he said, you know, there's nothing like live comedy because, you know, you, you just change it night overnight. Like one night this character comes mm-hmm. out with a crutch and a limp and that didn't get a laugh. So tomorrow night it's completely different. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah. a set thing, but it completely can change depending on whatever the audience is that night. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. You know, and you're not sort of locked into that moment. Yeah. Because it matters. The relationship between the, the comic or the artist and the audience matters as much as anything else. Like we're going to listen to them. We're going to like uh, see like w- what's playing. And then like if, if we don't get the thing we needed from that moment, we'll go back to the drawing board and go, all right, why didn't that work? Let's mm-hmm. cut it or let's change it or let's, realize what we're saying and if we get it wrong then okay we gotta adjust yeah all right perfect wang i want to come back with some some awkward audience interactions (laughs) (laughs) with soul decision we'll be right back right here on inside jokes global news radio 640 toronto hey this is david andrew brent and you're listening to inside jokes on 640 It is kind of crazy. I can't believe, I still can't believe this, listeners. Right here on Inside Jokes, right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, we have iconic Canadian group Soul Decision in studio with us right now. <laughs> if you're just tuning in, this is like, we've been waiting a long time for this. <laughs> Ooh, it is kind of crazy. I will say, okay, fine. We have a sketch duo called Soul Decision, but still. <laughs> They are part of T.O. Sketchfest this year, uh, so equally impressive nonetheless. I will say, though, uh, after listening to that clip, and I do remember that song as well, you guys, they're... Synthesized wind chimes yeah. are lacking in music now. <laughs> I, I think so. <laughs> yeah. I never realized that until now. That's something we need to go back to. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I, I was listening to... Uh, uh, can I drop a name? Absolutely. Uh, Betty, Every, all Betty, <laughs> Betty Who's new album. Yeah. And uh, there's an, like a 90s boy band inspired song on it. And I was like, if the 90s are coming back in music, I would be so happy. What do you mean drop a name? You didn't you don't I didn't know. Drop, I know. So it's, you didn't really I, drop I don't know. a name. I know, you know what? <laughs> I think it is. I think that's where we are too. Is Because the, the 80s 90s. have come back. The right? 80s have come back. You know, you had that whole wave of like, like new wave was coming back. Yeah. And bands like The Killers and stuff. So now it's like, I think it's 90s time again. All of again. Bruno Mars' new album is like mm. fully 80s inspired. And I'm yeah. like, we're, we're, we're moving into. We're coming back 70s. around. And 70s. And 70s. And I'm like, we're, we're, we're moving towards 90s. We're going to have. Coming back angsty people in plaid again yes. and toronto's right re- like the plaid's already here we have it oh, the ready plaid's, to go yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, so, I, I've been seeing a lot of denim coming back too yeah 
Yeah. I want if okay if we could bring back the '90s because I you know we're all '90s kids in here. Let's, yeah. Uh, if you could. Sixty-four. <clears throat> <laughs> I aged so nicely. Wow. Nicely. Gracefully. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's right there. That's a good example of sketch versus stand-up. <laughs> if you were a 64-year-old Canadian stand-up, you actually wouldn't be here because you died like <laughs> 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. You already died. <laughs> it just would not exist. <laughs> but sketch, it's like it's mother's milk. It just, yeah. you, age and, you are Benjamin buttoning right before our eyes. Yeah. Next week, you're going to come in and be like, this is my new sketch duo. They are just called Rush. Yeah. <laughs> You're just going to keep on going backwards <laughs> in time. If you could bring back the 90s, though, any element of the 90s and bring it back right now, reel it, what would it be, you guys? The commercials. Yeah, the <laughs> 90s commercials. Honestly, 90s commercials were my everything. And yeah. I, I, I don't know if it's because I watched a lot of TV and I like, and now I've, I saw, I saw like a Geico ad on, uh, on, on YouTube. Yeah. That was from the 90s and it was just an ad. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a reference to something, but I was like, that was just a 90s Geico ad. Like, yeah. they, they just brought it back. Actually, and I was like, yes, please. Yeah, when do you even get to see commercials anymore? You don't. You right? don't watch a TV yeah. on Netflix or whatever people have. Roku, Hulu, Crave, whatever yeah. they have. Yeah, but YouTube, I mean, YouTube is the only place that... And I, I, I've started not skipping a lot of commercials. Yeah, you, he loves commercials. See, but I, but I, like, I, I kind weird. of miss commercials. I was at my mom's place and I was just watching TV. A commercial came out. I'm like, I have a break. <laughs> this is, I was like, this yeah, is great. you need I'm a like, break from five like a, minutes of TV. But that's, <laughs> too much. But, you, but when you're sitting at home and like binge watching things oh. and you're just sitting there for hours upon hours, you don't realize like having breaks in between. Yeah. Like you're like, yeah. this is so nice. I don't get to. Th I get to go on. Like I get to use the bathroom for a second and like. <laughs> Do, go, go to the fridge. You, you're not going. No, to the you can't pause. There's no good place to pause it. When <laughs> and you, you know what? Watch. It's 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 bad. Like I I just I know I'm very late to the party here, but I just started watching Game of Thrones like two oh, weeks too. ago. Yeah, yeah, I just started too. Yeah, and I'm I have one season left to go. So oh the last God. two weeks, like I used to read books. I used to read books <laughs> at night. Now it's just like I can do five more episodes of this show and fall asleep to that and be mm -hmm. up for work three hours later. No yeah. problem. Just yeah. every night. So and I'm walking around to people using slang from the show. Just be like seven hells. <laughs> Not 2010, man. Because that's not popular <laughs> anymore. Game but of Thrones was before it was a TV show. Do I know what it was? Yeah, a book. Yeah, it was a book. But I'll never read again because I just binge watch more shows. <laughs> a book. I would call it, it a tome now because I just watched 18 hours of Game of Thrones every night. Yeah, but it's bad. I would bring back the 90s commercials for sure. I would love it. I mean, we used to have this show on Funny or Die called uh, In My Humble Opinion, and it was like a panel of comics would like roast old 90s 80s and 90s tv commercials yes. and do you remember on the simpsons there was the cory hotline lisa was like addicted to phoning this cory hotline no, i don't remember that it was based on a real thing so there was this hotline that that you could phone and you would get a voicemail from either cory Haim or cory no. feldman yeah and we were we were all the comics were like roasting that commercial and i just like deadpanned at the camera and i looked right at the camera and i'm like i'm gonna be honest right now and come out and say it God took the wrong Corey. And and it was bad. Like Corey <laughs> Corey Feldman like must have seen that he was tagged in this funny no. die clip. So he just like tweeted it out and then people actually watched it and all these people were tagging me on Twitter. They were like, that is not good to either Corey. That is bad. So I just got like a Twitter storm for like two days. No. Yeah. Do you know what there should be now? There should be like a Chris hotline. 
you get like Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> mm-hmm. Chris Evans, Chris oh, Pratt. Oh yeah, right. You got you, there's Pine. so many Chris's now. Pine. It is the Come era on. of the Chris. Yeah. Ch- Chris Chin. Chris Chin. Chris Chin yeah. <laughs> Smith. Yeah, and and you know you just call one and you hope you don't get Chris Chin. <laughs> but it's just Christian at the hotline. Like that. That that's would be true. It. The Chris. Yeah. That's what it would be. The Chris hotline now. Yeah. We can start it. You know what? That's the beautiful thing about Canadian showbiz, you guys. Uh, and I use that term loosely. <laughs> Is it, it doesn't exist yet? We could just do it. We could just yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's America start will it. buy it. America, yeah. yeah. They'll yeah. like it. They'll buy it. Yeah, they'll yeah. buy it. Yeah. I, that's something else I want to touch on today, too. Uh, that leads us into a very good... There's sort of a controversy happening in Canadian comedy right now. Not just stand-up, but across the board. I did want to get your opinions on that. Uh, we'll get into that. And maybe some awkward audience interactions when we come back right here with more Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're listening to Inside Jokes on 640, which means you should really be examining your choices. We all remember that riff. Takes me back to the 90s. Glycerine! Glycerine! One of my absolute favorite Soul Decision songs. (laughs) <laughs> from the 90s glycerine one of their hits as a matter of fact yeah some people won't know that you're not telling a yeah. joke yeah. <laughs> so be like wow Soul Decision was great Trevor if you're listening man gl- come on come back we need more glycerine in our lives <laughs> we are t- <laughs> we're just remembering the 90s now for the rest of the show uh, it is of course the return of T.O. Sketchfest we have Sketch Duo Soul Decision in studio with us Kevin and Christian uh, we're really covering a lot of bases yeah. really this are. week I feel like 90s nostalgia, yeah. bands that maybe have other jobs now. <laughs> yeah, I would love to know what they're doing now. Uh, the Sam, they're sandwich artists. Wow. All, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. 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 That's a great place to work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? They did the opposite of me then, because I was a Subway a, sandwich artist oh, look at that. in high school. Now I'm in showbiz. Hmm. So we did the opposite. You, did, you flipped. And I made yeah. more money back then. Uh, to be honest with the yep. listeners, <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're also they're but making disconcerting more money now. margin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Trevor's killing it right now. He's, he's got it. some. He's solo probably style. fine. I think. I think by the end of this show, we will get him on stage with you guys. Uh, honestly, that sketch. would be a dream, a dream come true. Wouldn't that be a dream come true? Yes. Earlier in the show, of course, we were talking about how in sketch and improv, you have to you you need the right environment. You can't <laughs> you can't just show up to like an Irish pub and be like, surprise, everyone. Here's two hours of sketch comedy for you. Uh, that would be a violent reaction. So you need the right setting. You need the the audience there ready to just let go of their inhibitions and know yeah. what they're there for. And that's, of course, why a festival like T.O. Sketch Fest happens. I wanted to ask you guys, though, even when you're coming up or on any given night, what's like, do you remember like a good sort of awkward audience interaction because in sketch and improv that the whole thing relies on that right it's that yeah, kind of yeah. energy and that call and response have you ever had an audience just come out with something and you're like nope can't uh, <laughs> yeah won't go down that road okay well i mean i mean there's like the classic you know improv sets where you know you're you're asking for suggestions and yeah. all you get is you know sexual items or yeah. stuff and you're like oh, like what 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 is happening in your life <laughs> that you're in a public space and you 
you're, I, I find it the per, you've given them permission to say anything, right? So it's like, give me a suggestion for anything, and it feels anonymous. So they just yell out a word and probably a taboo word, mm-hmm. and they, they just feel like, oh, I can let myself be free. And like this little thing that I've been holding back, and it's like, again, like a sexual item or like a, a curse word or like a yeah. um, a job that's like a little bit risque. And you're like, and you're like what? What? I asked for like a color. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, people just, people feel like. People are repressed. Like, (laughs) yeah, it's true. They want to say something. They want to like express themselves and they feel like a lot of permission at shows like that because they see comics that are making things up on the spot. I can make things up on the spot. So they're very interested in kind of getting along uh, side the party. It is true because you get like, and they're always a little bit intoxicated. Uh But it's like even comics get asked that all the time. It's like, oh, you must run into hecklers Every day, right, yeah. not really. It's like there's usually people who have had too much to drink, and they just want to be like part of the part thing, of the show, yeah. you know. And it's weird, especially at sketch and improv shows. Like I've seen it myself, where there's always like that one person in the back. It's like w- the rest of their life must be like I'm not allowed to talk ever. So I'm here tonight, and I'm drinking, <laughs> and tonight I'm gonna talk. Yeah. These people are gonna let me talk. Yeah. So for you, what do you? I mean, in stand up, it's like you just sort of diffuse that situation. You might rip into that person a little bit and hopefully on with the show. For you, you kind of have to take something and run with it or deny it. Yeah. I I think denying it's almost always um, tough to do. You can't really deny it. You almost have to address it. Yeah. Because if you just ignore it, everyone's thinking, what's going to happen now? They're like, oh, are they in control anymore? Because we on stage have to be in control the entire time because they're along for the ride. I remember once, uh, you actually had her in the other day, uh, uh, Jill from Second City. Yeah, yeah. Uh, her and I shared the same cast, and we had a show, and she has a um, uh, a, a scene where she's like come uh, like talking to me about her being queer, and uh, someone in the audience at one point, she's like, "You can't, you can't um, uh, control this," and then and then this person in the audience goes, "Yes, you can," <laughs> oh, and no. it was wild, and everyone like shut up at the same time. Oh my god! And then like I was on stage with Jill, her and I, and then she just like addressed the person w- within the scene like very vehemently, and then uh, the person was a little too drunk to understand that she was actually disagreeing with Jill. So like when Jill f- finished her line, she tried to go like try to backpedal and go. You no, know, I agree with you. And everyone's like, what is happening? So it came from like a really like, oh my God, is this person super hateful of this actor? Nope. She was just a little too drunk and yeah. didn't understand what was happening. Yeah, right. And so it that can was really super like awkward. pull the energy out of that moment and out of that scene yeah. and kind but, of suck it out of the room. But right? it felt alive. Like yeah. it felt yeah. like we were connected and it's like, and how do we address this? You can't ignore it. Yeah. I do want to ask you guys and you know, what sort of, we talk a lot on this show about what the goals of stand-ups in Canada are and this week that apparently might be changing. There's this whole merger thing going on with Just for Laughs and Serious. Yeah. And we'll see where the details on that shake out, but a lot of sort of revenue lost for people getting their clips played on the air and things like that. Sketch sort of has a different history in Canada, though, because I think for stand-ups, a lot of them are like, well, I just want to get the main festivals under my belt and then right. I'll just leave the country. <laughs> you know, <laughs> For Sketch, it's interesting, though, because, I mean, you can carve out a living here it's like obviously second city is the holy grail you do have festivals like sketch fest in toronto is a big one for us now even our tradition of comedy in canada is like the big famous tv shows that have happened historically have always been sketch comics in canada yeah you know and right now you have that coming up a bit again you have baroness von sketch of course is doing really Mega well stars they're yeah. so good so for you guys i mean doing this 
like working in a sketch troupe, working at Second City, doing a festival like TO Sketch Fest, for you, what's the ultimate end goal? What's the dream of a sketch comic in Canada? Well, I mean, ultimately, I feel like, yeah, ultimately it would be to have uh, you know, show. a TV show yeah, um, and to do sketch or even to, to you know, to to do something along the lines of, you know, like, uh, you know, Broad City or, you know, something yeah. where, you know, your sketch troupe can play um, and either create characters or just create a story and, you know, bring comedy to to people and, and you know, tell tell stories. Um, I yeah, I, 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 I feel like that's that's the I'll, pinnacle. That's, and like yeah. that's yeah. something that are on our minds constantly. Yeah. And I think Canada's ready for it. I mean, we're watching these shows now. There seem, there's an audience that's obvious that that uh-huh. sort of lack is there. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. We're ready for our next Kids in the Hall. Yeah. yeah. We're ready for Soul Decision, the sketch troupe, and Soul Decision, the band, to, to come, come together, together. <laughs> yeah. and do a new network show. We'll be right back with more T.O. Sketch Fest right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And you are listening to Inside Jokes, Pants Optional. Now, back to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. He's so good. Wow. This is Trevor Guthrie being played on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Yeah. He's just as surprised as we are about that, I'm sure. <laughs> like, what station? <laughs> What's their cum? I don't know. I don't know what that means either. And I'm in radio. <laughs> There's been a lot of soul decision today, a lot of Trevor Guthrie. Uh, rightfully so. Uh, we, of course, have been talking to the sketch duo Soul Decision right here on Inside Jokes. Uh, and it is the return of T.O. Sketchfest, mm-hmm. kicking off March 6th, going through the 17th. So, Soul Decision, where can we see you guys? And also, what uh, can we, uh, like, what's a little bit of what your show is about this year? I know it's loose. Yeah. yeah we don't well, want to give away too much. It's not, well, so it's March 10th at 6 p.m. at the Theatre Centre, one of the venues at Comedy, uh, at T.O. Sketchfest. Uh, come by, it'll be a wonderful show. We, uh, you can expect um, something you haven't seen in sketch comedy before. Okay. We don't do your typical lights up, lights down, here's a gag on politics, here's a gag on a character. Uh, you'll understand when you see it. We There's a lot of connection, intertwined kind of storylines. It, it is a show rather than yeah. individual sketches, and that is something I think we bring that's different to the table. Yeah. Yeah. It's an event. It's an event. Yeah. Full production. Yeah. Uh, and of course, people can hit up tosketchfest.com. Where can we find you guys online as well? Uh, Instagram. Instagram, uh, Soul Decision Comedy. Yeah, and then uh, not Kevin Vidal. At not Kevin I'm on Vidal, Twitter right. at Christian V Smith, but I hate. I think people hate Twitter. Um, also, <laughs> uh, also, um, we uh, we have a. I don't know if we can talk about like a, a, a CBC at all. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. great. Uh, sure. uh, we have a, a web series out with CBC, a sketch web series called Soul Decision Comedy. Uh, CBC Comedy has a. a uh, granted us, uh, well, they they bought it from us. I guess yeah. I don't know how to put it. We worked with them, <laughs> yeah, uh, and they put it online. It's online. It's 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 done. So you can find it on Facebook, Facebook uh, or YouTube, or YouTube, and um, or on their channel. Yeah, um, yeah, and Kevin and, and Kev, I don't know about you guys. Kevin's in Come From Away, that musical, and I'm yeah. right. I'm in Come From He's Away. He's in Come From Away, the musical. Yes. Come see the show. It's I so will. good. <laughs> you, you will literally cry. I've seen it twice. I've cried both times. And uh, if you want to catch a second city, I'm in the Second City Touring Company. Which I, I will say, go to Sketchfest. This Sketchfest is one of the most amazing times of year. I do really, really want to like uh, uh, reiterate that it is Comedy Christmas for comedians and Comedy Christmas for uh, people to see amazing troops, troops from out of town that are 
out of control good redefining yeah. the game of what sketch comedy is like uh, the caliber that you'll you, you wouldn't even believe yeah. and, and then there's some so many local local troops, troops that are, that are incredible that it is a really huge lineup this year yeah, yeah. Flo and Joan Flirty Boys Sashir Zamata's coming from SNL to come yeah. uh, uh, or that ex, uh, SNL alumni there's yeah. there's um, amazing troops coming Buddy Cole is returning Buddy Cole uh, yeah. Yeah. it's stacked with local troops as well so make yeah. sure you go Watch shows at To Sketch Fest, of course. Watch Soul Decision, and also, yeah, check out that web series on CBC Comedy because uh, then we can get them a half-hour network TV show. Yeah, get us a show. Canada everybody. needs yeah. it. It's time. And now for this week's comedy listings. Make sure you get out and watch To Sketch Fest this year. There's, of course, a huge lineup of sketch comics from all over Toronto and across Canada as well. Uh, and just a quick message to the Canadian stand-ups and sketch comics out there who listen to our show or have joined us in studio. Um, Obviously, there's a huge shakeup going on right now in Canadian comedy with Just for Laughs picking up uh, Sirius XM channel Canada Laughs. We don't know what's going to happen with that, and I know a lot of Canadian comics are scared of what could happen. There's a lot of lost work, lost income that could happen. Uh, there's a lot of worry out there. I would like to say, though, all Canadian comics tuning in across the country, all of our friends who have joined us on the air, as long as Inside Jokes is on the air, you guys will always have a home to come on the air, promote what you're doing, uh, plug what you're doing, and speak to an audience. Uh, we aren't going anywhere as long as we're on the air. This is a home studio for Canadian comics. You guys are our guests. You guys are our audience. Uh, and that's not going to change no matter what happens in the industry. Hi, this is Alicia Carusi, and you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx. This week featuring Soul Decision Comedy. Kevin? Yes? Would you please pass the menu? Absolutely, my good sir. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, my liege. <laughs> well, if it's not too much trouble, would you mind passing me the carbonated beverage? It would be my absolute pleasure, my lord. Ooh. We're leaving. Yeah. Oh, what? No. What? Uh, it is on it you. Is your, your fault. Shit, please. Thank you to Soul Decision. And of course, keep it tuned in right here to Global News Radio 640 Toronto for the dating and relationship show with Laura Bellotta. 